hello, hello, hello. Thank you guys for tuning in. I want to go ahead and start the show off with a quick disclaimer before we kick things off like we were supposed to. So, if you guys are tuning in today because of the Snapchat post of the pregnancy test, you're fucking nosy. You're fucking nosy. You need... (laughs) You need to get your life together. Tune in because you support me, damn it. Don't tune in because you want some fucking tea. Nosy ass bastards. So no, nobody's pregnant. I am not a dad. I am not having a kid. Bummer, bummer. But yeah, tune in. The rest of the episode is pretty dope. Pretty random. I hope you guys like it. You nosy ass fucks. Podcast, and you are listening to episode 50. Officially cracked 50, halfway to 100. I am your host, Herb, and I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Once again, this is the HNS Podcast. Hey, hey. Check it out. For those of you guys wondering what's playing in the background, this is Larry June, 6 a.m. in Sausalito, off of his 2021 project, Orange Prince. Now you're probably wondering, out of every artist, why start off with Larry June? And that's not a, uh, that's not a bad question. It's not a bad question, because I got an answer for you. And that is that by the time that you are listening to this podcast, okay, because it's being recorded the night of, by the time that you are listening to this podcast, Larry June, if you like those vibes, just drop something else. So real quick, shout out to Larry June and shout out to all the producers and all the fucking feature artists. The project is called Spaceships on the Blade. On this project, he's got features from the likes of Wall 0267 or Wall 0267. I don't know who that is. Y'all might know who that is. Herm Lewis, Sid, and that's right. It might be Sid from the internet. Two Chains, Duckworth. The Alchemist, Babyface Ray, and one of my all-time favorite rappers, Motherfucking Currency. So if you guys like Larry June, you guys fuck with that like G-Funk hip-hop sound, very smooth, laid-back, vibey hip-hop and rap, go check out Larry June's new project, Spaceships on the Blade. And, um... Man, let's see what else. Let's see what else came out, all right? So apparently, I'm going to name off a list of artists that I probably don't even know 25% of. 
chances are you guys probably know a little bit more than I do. So Internet Money's got a project coming out. Young Chris, OMB Peasy, YBN Namir, Larry June, Dusty Stay True, Azizi Gibson, and Ike. I'll tell you what, I don't know half of those. I don't know I don't know a fucking three-fourths of those motherfuckers. I only know like two or three are those. Two or three of those artists. So if you guys fuck with any of those artists, go out there and check out their new music. Apparently there's a bunch of new singles out too by artists that we probably do know, like G Herbo and Offset, you know, uh Doro Boy Music or Doro Music, uh Two Chains and Yo Gotti have a have a new single out. We got Tony Snow and Brent Fayez. You know, t tons of artists are out here dropping music. But let's get past that. Chances are, like I said, a lot of those artists are new. If they're not TikTok artists or, vi or viral artists right now amongst their like youth group. And chances are we're a little bit disconnected from the majority of those names. So I do recommend Larry Juno. So go out there and check them out. If you guys fuck with, uh, with just Vibe, like I said, you know, Vibe's West Coast what they call um the Bay Area music. And you guys might fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? You guys might fuck with it. So shout out Larry June. He's telling me right now. Stay focused. Check this out. Over the last week or so, probably less than a week, I have compiled a nice little medley of uh, what I imagine, or what I deem to be noteworthy things, right? So let me just ramble a little bit about some of them, because I got some theories behind them. And you guys might be interested to hear what my theories are. So the first one, after posting the last episode, I was on the internet chilling, you know, just doing my thing. And I discovered that apparently in Brazil, okay? For any Brazilians out there, if you guys know about this, you know, um, verify this with me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, let me know that this is true, that these urban legends go around, right? But apparently in Brazil, 10,000 years ago, there used to live giant ground sloths. Yeah, you heard me right. Everybody knows what a sloth looks like. Now imagine them... Bigger than humans, okay? Probably standing around eight feet tall, maybe nine feet tall. Big as fuck. And on the ground. You can't tell me that that's not potentially another one of those places where the urban legends and urban myths of, like, Bigfoot originate from. Our fears of, like, the creature in the woods that we thought we saw was because potentially there may have been some remnants of some fucking giant sloths walking around. Or maybe somebody even saw something through, you know, uh, genetic memory. It, it's been passed down, you know, through generational trauma and stuff. We're afraid of Bigfoot and giant creatures. Nah, it was just a fucking giant sloth. So if you guys don't believe me, uh, go out there and Google it. Go out there and Google it. Fucking YouTube it. Giant Brazilian sloths. And um, 
and get back with me and, and you can't tell me that that's not potentially Bigfoot. So, you know, it is what it is. Apparently they made giant caverns and giant tunnels under the ground, kind of like the way our moles and shit do now. But, you know, big enough for humans to kind of literally just walk around, crawl around. And when you look at the, the claw marks, and I imagine they probably found maybe some bones. I'm not sure. But shit's nuts, yo. Shit's nuts. Some videos are speculating it was they were about 20 feet tall. That's too crazy. That's too crazy. But, yeah. I had no idea. But, um... It may have been covered in the JRE podcast, the uh, Joe Rogan podcast. Giant sloths and Asian unicorns. I had no idea there was even Asian unicorns. So, you know, we're learning. Every day, we're learning something new. So, if you think Bigfoot is bullshit, I encourage you to rethink that and perhaps toy with the idea that if genetic mutations could happen in humans, it could be a genetic mutation in an animal, or if not that, psh, could have been a giant fucking sloth, you know. But let's leave that there. I'm pretty sure you guys are tired of hearing about giant sloths. So that's what I think, okay? Bigfoot is real, giant sloths are real, and potentially giant fucking genetic mutants are real. And actually, speaking of giant genetic mutants, check this out. I read the story about the real grower you'll, you'll get what i mean right you'll get what i mean before i tell you before i tell you there's a there's a joke in the man community right there's growers and showers well this guy potentially is the mega grower and no not down there but hear me out this is what i found out okay apparently in 1899 adam rayner was born in austria he has a unique place in medical history as the only individual who has ever been both a dwarf and a giant. So you're probably asking, huh? A dwarf and a giant? All right, he's fucking with me. What's he mean? All right, well, let me continue. Rainer was significantly shorter than a normal person from birth until adulthood. At age 19, he stood at barely 3 feet 8 inches. 19. Okay? That's post high school. That means you're leaving high school and you're not even 4 foot tall. You're a little guy. Little, little guy. However, from 19 to 21, there was a lesion that started forming. And at 21, it really took off in this pituitary gland. And it caused him to have a growth spurt that made him nearly seven feet tall in just the next 10 years. So he just kept growing and growing and growing and growing. So this guy went from being less than four foot to seven feet in 10 years. So by the time he was like, you know, 28, 30, in his 30s, this motherfucker was 10, he was... Seven something feet tall. Isn't that nuts? Can you imagine going half your life or pretty much your whole life being a you know a dwarf? And then ba bam! You got a reshot for everything. And then during that during that growth spurt, 
dude, don't let me get that fucking growth spurt. Because I will be pissed. All the shoes I'm going to have to size up. Oh, terrible. This is bad enough I can barely fit my clothes now. If I had a growth spurt where all of a sudden I fucking grew three feet. Oh, hell no. So you know what? Shout out to this guy. Quick little fucking air horn for a medical anomaly. You know, a human anomaly. Adam Rayner. That's crazy, right? I bet you probably over 100 years after he passed away. We're sitting here talking about him. Here it probably hasn't been 100 yet, but you know what I'm saying. That's crazy. But yeah, shout out to him, man. Shout out to um, to the real grower there. That guy. That guy probably about the size of the fucking giant sloth. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. Speaking of shit getting crazy, shit changing. Um, I was uh, I was reading that for those of you guys who don't know, right? The the podcast is currently HQ'd out of Kansas City. Well, I was reading some Kansas City news, and it turns out that in the next 30 years, the heat is going to be off the charts. At least that's what a new study predicts. So, if I go a little bit into it. They're saying that St. Louis and like a lot of parts, a lot of major cities in the Midwest. I'm pretty sure Kansas City, the news, uh, whatever news station it was or, or company, spun it that way because Kansas City is included. But it's the south and the southeast part of the United States is about to undergo a tremendous heat transformation. Now, we're not saying that every day is going to be terrible. But the way that the weather patterns are looking, data suggests that um, we're about to have some truly, truly, truly unbearable days in the future. You know, it's, it's like 10 years away, right? But just like that fucker grew seven feet or whatever, three feet, and over the course of 10 years, same with us. Every summer is just going to progressively get a little bit hotter and hotter and hotter. And we've been knowing. It's not like, you know, it's not like nobody has known about, you know, the climate slowly getting hotter. But, you know, apparently we're one of those cities that's fucked. And I was looking at the map and a previous city that uh, this podcast was actually based out of and where I used to live, Colorado, or not necessarily a city, I said city, the state, all of Colorado seems to be in the in the cool zone. It's not really going to have too much change in weather, which, I mean, they're dealing with crazy shit anyways. It gets really windy, crazy hail, it floods, one day it's hot, it's a drought, it, it's nuts over there. But they're not going to necessarily see the, the rise in heat the way we are over here in the Midwest and the South. And then it makes it even worse that everybody for the most part, already hates the humidity. Well, now imagine it being 10 times hotter with humidity. 
Like all the all of our appliances are gonna fail. Everybody's ACs are gonna fucking crash. Oh, it's gonna be if I if I still see people wearing sweaters in the summer. Like now, shorts in the winter—that's almost like acceptable. Like ten, fifteen years ago, when we were doing that shit in middle school, you know, it was like, "What the fuck? You're wearing shorts in the winter?" Well, now it's like, "Yeah, winter doesn't exist." But are you wearing a fucking long sleeve or a sweater or eating caldo in the summer? the fuck so within the next 10 years i'm gonna be judging you know but you know we might have other, other things to worry about you know what i'm saying because i'm about i'm about to change it up okay it's gonna get a little scarier not only is the rise of ai and all that's you know starting to look a little poof oh no you know what i'm saying but i also found out that uh, I don't even know. I don't even know how to convey this headline. Okay, but scientists used a laser, apparently, to make an extra dimension of time. That's right. An extra dimension of time. Shout out Free National, shout out Caliucci's, Mac Miller, time. We'll let this ride a little bit because this is a topic you guys really gotta. Wait, wait till I wait till I break this down. Shout out to Free National Shot, Cali Uchis. So, the song is called Time. And since we're speaking about time, <coughs> check this out. So, apparently, scientists use the laser to make an extra dimension of time. First off, can somebody explain to me what the hell? What dimensions of time already exist? You know, we know linear, we know what space. And I, I, I need somebody way smarter than me to explain what dimensions already exist. Like if I could get um, Neil deGrasse Tyson on the podcast to explain to me what time is, that'd be great. Because apparently now scientists have made another one. So hold on. Catch me up. I need to binge watch the time discoveries before I even fucking understand what this is. But I'm going to give you guys a little preview of it, okay? It says, scientists fired a Fibonacci laser at atoms, which turned it into a new type of matter that seemed to phase between two dimensions of time. And this is according to Nature Journal and Live Science. What in the fuck did I just read? I'm going to say it one more time. Scientists fired a Fibonacci laser at atoms, which turned it into a new type of matter that seemed to phase between two dimensions of time. What, what you're telling me right now is that this whole fucking time, 
in cartoons, in movies, in, in, in books, in sci-fi, people have said you have a laser gun and you shoot the fucking laser and the laser creates a portal. It sounds like we are getting closer and closer and closer to creating portals. Because what? You shot a laser at an atom and created another state of matter that is in between phases of time? That sounds like time travel. That sounds like a portal. What are we doing out there, man? Like, what the fuck? This is nuts. This is nuts. So check this out. I, I don't know how how deep my audience goes into, you know, conspiracy theories and, and aliens and all that shit. But if you subscribe to the idea that aliens come back to Earth to create an intervention or some kind of, you know, extraterrestrial intervention with humans to help us from destroying ourselves. What if they're actually coming back to make sure that we don't or maybe even we do create this? This portal, this whatever this is, this is nuts. So, like I said, I need somebody out there who who is a scientist, who studies science, who understands physics and and because listen and dimensions and all that shit. Because I could watch YouTube videos all day, but those aren't necessarily the things I remember. My mind is a giant Wikipedia library filled with knowledge about musicians and and art and maybe some other shit but people who know this and can explain this to me and would love to come on and articulate it and like literally take this podcast to the next level with conversations like that i think that'd be amazing because between elon musk and all his technologies and all his innovations and all these advances advancements in um in tech through you know the eastern world and now a possible whatever the fuck this is life is going to be looking pretty fucking nuts within these next 10 years we might not even have to worry about the planet getting hotter because we could just teleport to a colder place you know like we're getting it's getting advanced we're get we're, we're moving pretty fucking fast we're moving pretty fast and, um, you know, since I'm on that conversation, I've had, I've had a, a conversation with somebody about potentially being uploaded to the cloud, right? And, um, uploading your whole consciousness, your existence into a server or something so you can, in essence, live forever. I kind of would want to, man. I know a lot of people say life is pain, life is suffering, they don't want to live. But the only reason I feel like I would really want to is just to experience everything that is is possible and is going to happen. Because if you think about all the different techno technologies that we have, like even right now, okay, I'm not I'm not rich or anything. So there's people in the world experiencing luxury through technology that to me would probably blow my mind right now. But to think of everything that is possible and everything that will come. Fuck, dude. How do, how would you not want to live forever? I think the future is nuts, you know? And we're getting there faster and faster every day. Like, 
get this. Earlier today, I found out that Capitol Records, and they're a big-ass record label, they signed a virtual robot, well, like a robot rapper named FN Mecca. Did, do you even hear the madness of that sentence? Capitol Records signed a virtual robot rapper. This isn't like back in the day when, you know, they signed, um, oh, I forget his name, but the guy who, who created um, Gorillaz, and technically the Gorillaz were signed, um, and it was like four different artists. No, no, no this, is, this is potentially different. So I'm not sure if he got the contract or if the guy who's coding the AI who made this got the contract because that is more plausible. So, of course, you're still going to have to program it. You're going to create the visuals, like whatever the hell you have right now. But I heard it's AI, so who knows, man? Like, this is nuts. This is futuristic as shit too, right? But whoever did the programming, unless it's the AI programming itself or who knows, somebody's going to have to be there, right? Somebody's like overseeing, you know, what the avatar looks like, how it changes. I mean, unless it truly is an AI. That's just bonkers to me, right? Because first off, who the fuck is FN Mecca? How do you know what he looks like? Where, where's his socials? Like, I, I need to just get on. I need to, I need to get out there and just follow this guy. Because I honestly don't know anything about it. I just read it and I thought, what in the hell is this headline? This is nuts. So, I mean, I, I don't see it like the gorilla situation. This could be something else, man. This is, uh, this is the beginning of the future. And if that's the case... Can you imagine all our music? Not necessarily all our music, but the majority of music being done by AI? Will the songs be as great as humans have made them? Like, like I was thinking, you know, there's a lot of people I talk to. And um, almost everybody unanimously kind of stays. Well, not, not everybody, but almost everybody kind of says, you know... Um, the 70s, the 60s, soul, R&B, jazz, classic rock. Everybody says that that's the music that is really good, that has talent. You know, like the Marvin Gaye's and, you know, the Al Green's, Brenton Woods. You know, all, all, the, all the amazing artists from back then... People always say, that's real music. And like now, <laughs> that's a solid fucking argument because now AI is making the music. Like, I'm man, like I've actually heard, if I'm not mistaken, I think on, on YouTube, there's actually AI generated music. Um, so, I mean, I... <laughs> Like, there is. You guys could check this shit out. The people asked AI to make music videos. People asked AIs to write songs. Um, they've asked it to do, like, you know, Eminem writing a song in 2021. It's just, guys, it's, uh, <laughs> the future is equally amazing as it is kind of scary. And I don't know if you guys agree with me, but I guess, uh, Gunshot for uh, FN Mecca. 
and uh, the people in the industry who are kind of screwed in the future. They don't get their act together. You know what I'm saying? AI is going to kick your ass. It's going to take your job. But, you know, like I said, it's uh, it's getting nuts. But speaking of, like, real humans doing shit, like the last real savior of, of something that came from TikTok that wasn't just, you know, conversations about, oh, this song is a classic song. How do you guys just know about it? Blah, 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 blah. Is, um, is Nathan Apodaca, the, uh, what is he, the native, uh, native and Latino guy who got popular off that video where he's just kind of cruising on the longboard listening to Fleetwood Mac, singing it. Apparently he's in a show. He's in a show on Hulu called Reservation Dogs. Uh, what is it? An FX special, I think. And, um, shit. I might have to check it out because I heard he plays one of the main uncles on her. So that'd be cool, man. I support that shit. You know, he literally got popping off a of TikTok and got a movie role. You know what I'm saying? Or a show role. That's nuts. That's dope as fuck. That's dope as fuck. But yeah. Speaking of movies, man, I, I I probably talked about it a little bit this last podcast, but This Fool, it's not a movie, actually, it's a show. You guys should check it out, man. This Fool on Hulu, it's funny as hell. It's funny as fuck. You know what I'm saying? It's Latino humor. Chicano humor. And I, I find it hilarious. I find it hilarious. You know, it... The drama in the series, the the story itself doesn't necessarily get you. But the humor in it, it, it could be... It's pretty redeeming. So, shout-outs to, uh, to Reservation Dog. Shout-out to this fool. Shout-out to everybody out there. Get in the motherfucking bag. And for those of you guys um, in Kansas City this weekend who need something to do, apparently there's some dope shows. You guys should check it out. There's always going to be events going on at the, at the, what's called the record stores. You know, KC Discover is an amazing page to find, you know, a bunch of cool stuff to do. Um, I still haven't even gone to the Union Station to see the laser light shows. So I need to, I need to go out there and do that. But there's going to be cool shit to do, man. So if I see you guys out, because I'm probably going to be out and about this weekend, I'll run into you guys. I'll see what's up. Um, don't forget, this Sunday's Kendrick Lamar at the Big Steppers Tour at the T-Mobile Center. You know, I might have to weasel my way in, get some tickets last minute. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That'd be cool. But, hey, y'all, look. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for coming back, having a good fucking time, hopefully. Unless you guys were bored as fuck. But then again, it is what it is, you know. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna close out. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the XNS podcast. And um, since now we have that new Larry June, I'm gonna close out listening to the opening track of Spaceships on the Blade. And I hope you guys, after listening to this little preview, go out and do the same. How to survive Instagram live? Larry June, Herm Lewis, from Uncle Herm, part four.
off of his latest project, Spaceship on the Blade. You have been listening to the HNS Podcast. Have a good day. And I hope they do, but until they wake up and smell the cookies, don't let that negativity prevent you from doing what you gotta do. Got a whole situation, but ready to risk it all. I ain't with the drama. When you ready, just give me a call. Damn. I know I'm just checking the mail, but got that you know shit on. I'm a little younger than dude, but still big ones, girl. Shout out to Jim. Have a good night, y'all.